Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow pow pow. I'm Sam Nisty Delaney, so what? This is History Box, and it is the uh, John Darwin Canoe Man um, case saga from a few years ago. This could be the last episode, actually. We're nearing the end of it, although maybe there'll be another three. I don't know. We can never tell until we do these things. We are at the stage now, uh, we're working from the Wikipedia page. We do have an additional source to consult later on in this episode, I think. Uh, We're at the the Wikipedia page trial section. Um, And it says, um, I'll just read what it says. Later that day, John... Darwin was charged with obtaining life insurance money by deception and making untrue statements to obtain a passport. And his wife, Anne, was arrested at Manchester Airport, returning to the UK and detained in connection with the allegations of fraud. Uh, She faced two charges of fraud, obtaining 25,000 and 137,000 by deception and was remanded in custody uh, for two weeks. And John Darwin himself was remanded in custody from Hartlepool Magistrates Court probably for the best I reckon remanding them in custody because they did have a history of being let's say a bit flighty they're a bit flighty yeah they're definitely flight risk flight risks definitely Um, and then they were uh, remanded again until the 11th of January 2008 Um, yada 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 Uh, they were then charged what's interesting Andy just picking up on their charges there is that there is no charge that's just a straightforward pretending to be dead when you weren't. Yeah, I mean, that would pretending be the most to be dead on whilst one, alive. And that makes me feel maybe that's not a crime in in itself. I'm not sure it is. If he hadn't claimed, they're saying he obtained life insurance money by deception and making untrue statements to obtain a yeah. passport. Both yeah. pretty straightforward things. Mm-hmm. Not that scary when you think of the amount of money. That is not... That kind of money is not the sort of money that... Well, we'll find out what happened to him. But you'd think, oh, I could sort out a payment plan. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Hmm. You'd easily pay it off if you owned anything, any property at all. You'd just be like, well, look, I'll pay it off most of it and the rest is on payment plan. And as for making untrue statements to obtain a passport, come on, mate. How bad can that be, right? All I said yeah. was my name was John Jones. It was half true. My name's John, John Darwin. Right, mm. yeah. But there's no law as far. I mean, if you're if you're listening to this and thinking of faking your own death, 
obviously do some more research and listening to this podcast. But as far as I can see, maybe there isn't a law against pretending to be dead. Other than the fact that I suppose you be off grid. I do know of a couple of men. One is now genuinely dead, unless he's faked it again. (laughs) I know a man (laughs) who was totally off grid. Totally off grid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how he did it. He was, let's say, he was a close relative of a good friend of mine, right? Okay. And at some point, he went from being an ordinary family man with a job and all the rest yeah. of it to disappearing. He disappeared himself. But he still lived amongst us. Whoa. But the, the government Fucking were unaware hell. of his existence. And he right. continued this successfully until he eventually died. But I put died in inverted commas because it suddenly just hit me. How do I know he's dead for sure? I didn't see his body. Yeah. So so had he, he disappeared? Was he declared dead by the authorities then originally? I, all I know is, is that he was not... Um, he wasn't registered as a human. Yeah. So, so I assume that he was presumed dead because he yeah, disappeared. Yeah, because that happen. Because, because he was basically... Man- he wasn't on the electoral register... Mm-hmm. The, you know, uh, HMRC had no record of him. Yeah. I think that may have been the crucial factor in all of this. <laughs> and But I don't know. And, yeah, he just wasn't on the electoral register. There was no yeah. record of this man existing. Yeah, because you can't do that yourself. You can't apply to be deregistered. I'd like to apply it's to be, be dead, please. Yeah. I am not dying, but I am. I would like to be regarded as dead. I've simply I've had enough. Two, I've filled in the forms and I've brought two passport-sized photographs. <laughs> I think you'll find that will be sufficient Please. for me to register myself as deceased. Please remove me from your records, henceforth. <laughs> henceforth, I shall not be contributing any money to the to the common pot. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that's how it works. So he's got to be reported missing, We'd I guess, be for it, a long we? period of We'd time. We'd all be down the post office fucking reporting yeah, yeah. ourselves Checking dead out. non-stop. They'd yeah. be queues down the street. Oh, while, while I'm here, I'll have a dog licence form. Thank you. Stop, stop. And they go, well, hang on, you can't have both. If you're dead, how can you own a, you uh, a, a dog? dog? That's Who's my look business. Who's dog? Yeah. I want to register um, my dog as dead as well. <laughs> that way I don't need a license for him. <laughs> yeah, put that back. So, yeah, obviously he's got to be reported as missing and then after a period of time... I'm thinking back to the, the Manic Street Preachers, Richie Edwards, who went missing yeah. and his car was found next to the Seven Bridge and he was mm. never, ever seen again. And after about... It might have been 10 years, maybe, he was finally announced deceased by the authorities. So there's a certain amount of time, is there? Time has to pass, yeah. But but then they will say, yeah, we we don't think he's still alive. Is there a statute of limitations? So if he turned up tomorrow and said, surprise, cunts, I was here all along, does he get in trouble? Or do they say, it's okay, you got past the 10 years, so you're allowed to remain officially dead now, even though you're clearly alive? I don't think he gets in trouble because there's no onus on him to, you know, report his existence almost. He could have... Like, there were sightings of him in Goa, in India, apparently. Yeah. So he yeah. might have just gone over there and just lived among the hippie people yeah. and might still Good be there. The, Sounds no, great. No one knows. But, but mate, it doesn't, the, the, the but, key but, thing is he would have been doing cash work and that's yeah, what yeah. the government mm. don't like. And my mm. guy, that who I referred to, who disappeared himself... I said he lived it successfully. I think life was quite difficult for him because he had to rely on cash work for the rest of his life. He didn't have bank yeah. account, nothing like that. And that really limits your options. 
That's what it boils wife. down to. The authorities, they're not bothered about whether you're actually dead or not. They and all the grief that goes they with just it. They just want to They want to make sure you're not getting cash in hand jobs. We're, we're all worker bees, mate. That's how mm-hmm. the state regards us. This yeah. is a machine. And yeah. we are the wor- we are the fucking ants we're that they preside over. They're machine. Yeah. Yeah, for the machine. And they wars. need the fucking dough. And they need you to be working non-fucking-stop. Yeah? And... Um, so... It's not pleasant. And that's why some people off-grid themselves. But, yeah, he's working for cash. And so Richie Manick, presumably, if he is still alive, he's been doing cash work. But as a singer, was was he the singer or was he the guitarist? He was the guitarist, but he wrote the lyrics, though, so he'll have have got an income from the song. Did he do backing vocals or anything like that? Uh, Yeah. What I'm saying is, it's not bad. If he he went to India and thought, right, I'm going to set up just cash in and work... Mm. then, you know, a lot of people become, I don't know, cabbies or whatever, right? Mm. But florists is a good one for cash in hand work, or at least it was. Now everyone's got the old touch things, haven't they? Yeah. So um, it might be that Richie was just going around India doing some songs, but for cash in hand all this time. Some lyrics and backing vocals, just door to door. Yeah, and what I'm saying is the government, if he ever shows up, the government will want some of that. Yeah, yeah, but it's in his best interest not to show up. I almost thought that he's dead. Um, wow. But the, th- the thing is, if he does come back, there's no... Un- unless it is a tax thing. He might have been paying his taxes in India, who knows? He might have been... He might have took a, a, a different name. He might have been John Jones in it. Um, but he might have uh, been paying his full taxes just under a new name, which is, I think is fine, as long as he's paying. Can you I imagine... I mean, not, not to sound racist, but can you imagine what a fucking convoluted, bureaucratic nightmare the Indian tax system is... I have no Andy. idea. But it, it, well, uh, bureaucracy in India. I mean, you hear stories of people trying to buy a fucking simple train ticket and it takes them fucking half a day really? for the forms and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So God knows what doing your tax return is like. This is Top Flight Time Machine where we take a nostalgic look back at Premier League seasons uh, <laughs> from the 90s onwards. Today's topic is the bureaucracy surrounding the, the Indian taxation Real system. Trouble. And whether or not Richie Manick has got himself embroiled in that bureaucracy oh, to a degree man. that there is literally no escape. And he's like, I'd love to come home. Believe me, I would love it. But I can't, you see. They've got me wrapped up in red tape here in India. I only wanted to buy a bloody train ticket. It's worse than being in the Manics, which was really getting me down. I wish I'd never bloody left. I, I can't though, reveal that I'm alive so, now. The British government will want to wet their beaks. So, yeah, if he comes back, he doesn't get charged for pretending to be dead. But I think he has to start again as a baby, possibly. You have to go back to the start, mate. <laughs> yeah, but I think that, you do. Yeah, it's like snakes and ladders. You've got to drink milk. Only wet formula milk. And then yeah. we'll move you on to solids in 18 months if you're fucking good. You can you can wear, you have to wear a nappy, but it's fine. You can wear it under regular clothes if you want. You know, a lot of kids until the age of two and a half, three, still wear nappies, but they wear ordinary civilian clothes over the top. You can do that. You do have to wear a nappy though. You and don't have to way, use it, but you have to wear way, it. We we are going to remove all of your fucking teeth, right? Mm. Don't worry. That we're pretty sure they'll grow back, but you have to live yeah. toothless for six months. Yeah, like a so fucking baby does. So it's a lot to think about. And we're going to shave your hair off. But some babies yeah. are born with hair. Yeah, well, we've decided you're one of the bald ones. 
<laughs> Don't fucking argue with us, pal. You're getting off lightly here. I was a right After bald everything baby, man. Everyone through. What? Were you a bald baby, Andy, or were you a, a, uh, a, a astute I, I, baby? I was, I was a bald baby. I had wisps of hair. I had, I had a, very, I very totally bald. I was a big fat, of a, like, if you see picture of me, I was like Buddha. Big fat bald oh, Well, I suppose until, you should say the same with me now. <laughs> until the age of about two, Sam, I had white hair. You probably find that hard to sexy. believe. Sexy. Sorry, yeah, I shouldn't have called white, you a sexy baby. Almost, almost like a baby Boris Johnson. White, white hair. It was very, very blonde, almost white. And mm. uh, and then it darkened. But my son did as well when he was a baby. He had white hair and then it darkened, so he's definitely mine. Well, it's good. You don't want to be um, starting school with bright white hair. It'll just nah, make you stand out too nah. much. It got, it got normalised before then. So, yeah, getting back to the original point, pretending isn't a crime. Because where's the threshold? Because I could pretend to be... I could be driving down the street pretending to be Max Verstappen, you know, and making car noises as I'm driving along and pretending that I'm an F1 driver. What or about, I could pretend to be a tree. You know, where I, you go to... I tell you what eat. I pretend to do all the time, and yeah. I'm sure you do, everyone does. You pretend to be asleep. People are always pretending <laughs> to be asleep, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll often, like, in the morning at the weekend, I'll see my wife sort of getting up. She wakes up earlier than me, and she'll look... See if I'm awake and whether she can start conversing with me. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck that, I'm not in the mood for any chit chat yet. So yeah. I just squeeze my eyes shut and pretend to be asleep. Do you Is do that theatrical a snoring as well? Do you go, oh, phew, I don't overdo it. Oh, I don't phew. overdo it. I don't overdo it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm quite good actually at pretending to be asleep. I keep it quite subtle. Fl- flatten your palms together and put them under the side of your face as if that is how, is how I, sleep I sleep sometimes for real. Is it? Yeah. Hell. The right. old-fashioned way, mate. No, the, the key for me, symbol for, of it, sleep. for it to be authentic, I have to, for my wife to believe it, to buy it, mm. I mm. have to let a little bit of dribble come out the corner of my mouth and form a small puddle on the pillow. Has to be done, doesn't it? Yeah. You have to. If not, no, it not. doesn't seem authentic. She knows that's when I'm proper sleeping. Yeah. But what she doesn't know is, is that I can also fake that dribble. Fucking hell. That's not easy. A dribble out the corner. That's not out. easy. So you there just you gather go. it. You just gather it in your I mouth. I gather it ready. Thing, really and then as soon as she looks, bang, it's out. There Look it goes. That. Sleep draw. There's the sleep draw. That's the evidence. All the evidence you need. Oh, you can't he's touch definitely me. Asleep. In the eyes I'll of the law, I cannot be touched. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. There's a great example of pretending, which mm. could be damaging, but it isn't, it isn't a crime. So where's the threshold on pretending for illegality, pretending to be dead? The government, the government can't start going round telling people that pretending is banned. On top of everything else that we're going through as a country right now, mm-hmm. they can't take away our right to pretend things. As long they? as no one's getting hurt and no one's getting defrauded, no. there's no financial gain, all pretending is... Although no one's getting hurt, there's emotional hurt when someone pretends to you be dead. You can hurt people with there? pretending. Yeah, you can. Let's call it benign pretending or benign pretense, as it's known in the law. Yeah. Benign pretense, yeah. It's a very tricky issue, isn't it? Mm. There's some lawyers who specialise in benign pretense and others who are really good prosecutors who call it um, malignant pretense. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I don't know how we got to that. I'm not sure, but let's... um, I was just saying, he didn't get charged. What he got charged with was fraud. And yeah, deception yeah. Yeah. to get money. But if there's no money in it, the government don't care. That's, I yeah. think, what we're concluding. They were also both charged with obtaining more money from a teacher's pension scheme, two separate amounts, 25 grand and 58 grand, as well as for obtaining money from the Department for Work and Pensions, <laughs> two separate amounts of 2,000 and 2,273. So they've been claiming benefits as well of some kind. Dead benefits, probably. <clears throat> uh, they were remanded in custody again. And uh, and then again, and they were committed to trial in the Crown Court. And on March the 13th, John Darwin admitted seven charges of obtaining cash by deception and a passport defence at Leeds Crown Court. It just went, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I did it. I did it. Right. Let's not, let's not carry on this pretense a minute longer. I, I I'm did done it. with pretending. Pretending. I, yeah, I thought I was a born it. pretender. I thought it was all I wanted to do in my life. But now... I'm bored of it. I'm here. I'm alive. I'm glad to be alive. I'm taking every day as a gift. And I did it. So just fucking sentence me. Let's get on with things. I'm here. I've got stuff to I'm do. I'm queer. Busy man. And I fancy a beer. <laughs> no, I'm not queer. How I do just you said plead? Because it, it sounded good. That is not an acceptable <laughs> plead. <laughs> uh, where's the Bible? Right. Give it over. I'll stick my hand on that. <laughs> I'm here, I'm queer, I could murder a beer. Next question. <laughs> Case closed. Thank you very much. His lawyer's like, fuck's sake, John, that's not how we rehearsed it. <laughs> so, so, um. Give us some um, of that community service and let's be done with it. It's fine, I'll paint some fucking railings for a couple of weeks and then we yeah. can put it all behind us. What? Prison? What? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah what happens what happens next uh, yeah so he, he he admits the charges he denied nine charges of using criminal property those charges remain on file according to prosecutors and Anne Darwin denied six charges of deception and nine of using criminal property how could she deny that no <clears throat> I didn't deceive anyone well you did in a way in as much as you spread it that your husband had died in a fucking canoe when he hadn't. Mm. Well, not really. 
Well, then why did you claim the life insurance? Wow. It looked as if he was dead, so I so thought it was, it was all fair. But fair you enough. knew he wasn't dead, did I? Yes, because he was living in the fucking house with you, sleeping in the same bed. Wow. That's your you opinion. You say that. Yeah. <laughs> how, do, how do you know that I knew that? Were you there? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> so, and Darwin's uh, got bigger balls than John Darwin, in my opinion. Well, it's the Fred and Rose syndrome, isn't it? Twenty <laughs> third uh, of July, two thousand and eight. John and Anne were both convicted of fraud. Uh, John Darwin faced an additional charge relating to his fake passport. John Jones, and he was sentenced to six years and three months in prison. Anne Darwin, who was described by the police as a compulsive liar, was sentenced to six years and six months. So she got more prison time I'll, than he did. I'll be honest with you, Your Honour. I am, and this is, uh, I make no apologies for it, I am a compulsive liar. <laughs> or I, am I? I, I <laughs> maybe that's a lie. To be honest, sometimes <laughs> I lose track. I'll confuse but myself in a way, at this point. that is a mental illness, so you should take pity on me. You can't criminalise. <laughs> You wouldn't criminalise someone who said that they had acute anxiety disorder, would you? So why would you criminalise someone who was a compulsive liar? You give them a, you give them a box of tablets, pat them on the arse, send them on their way. So why couldn't you not do that with me? Send them for a couple of weeks fucking rest in Devon. Set them right in the knot. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they both appealed their sentences. I guess she, she got a longer sentence than him, I guess, because his will have been reduced for pleading guilty. Um, yeah, and she was she so mad that she thought, thing. I reckon I can fucking swing this. I reckon <laughs> I can deny the whole thing. You it's... do know that your husband is pleading guilty and a bit and everything. Yeah, don't worry about that. We'll just say he's fucking bananas or something. He's right? already gone in the cop shop and said he couldn't remember a fucking thing, so he's no kind of reliable witness, is he? Fucking hell. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I, am, uh, I am adamant that I can claim I'm not guilty on all these charges. I... Let's go for it. <laughs> I and, and Darwin truly believe that this is pretty much the flip of a coin at this stage. <laughs> I might get away with it. I reckon, listen, I'm a gambler. I'm not going to lie. I like to gamble. I'm not, and I, I'm in, and am I got selling me fucking gamble on this? If this case has taught you anything about me, it's that I'm unconventional. <laughs> I'm always going to do what you least expect. So for or instance, am I? When people thought that they were, I'd just carry on living a normal life with my husband, right? The last thing they expected was for me to be complicit in the elaborate faking of his death and subsequent fake identity. Uh, but I did it. And now, even though it appears that I have been caught red-handed for being complicit in these crimes, the last thing people expect me to do is to deny everything and get off scot-free. Well, that's what's going to fucking happen. <laughs> Strap yourselves in. <laughs> For the trial of the century. <laughs> I tell you what, fucking OJ Simpson's got nothing on what's about to happen here. It's going to blow your fucking socks off. <laughs> Show me to the fucking jury. I'll have them wrapped round my fucking finger. Trust me. <laughs> get, get me up. Um, do, yourself, do yourself a favour. Get me up on the fucking stand to give testimony first thing, as soon as it kicks off, right? Give me some breathing space. Section out with the judge a nice couple of hours, right? And at one by one, I will convince every member of that fucking jury. They would be fucking... They would follow me to their fucking grave by the time I've finished. Put it in my hands. 
I did it to John. I'll do it to them. No, forget I said that. <laughs> I'm on Darwin. I'm not going to lie to you. I can do anything. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> I am Ann Darwin, workplace cunt, and I can do anything to anyone. <laughs> Why'd you bring everyone grasp me at work? It's because they knew what I was capable of. They thought I was a danger to them in society, and they were right. <laughs> I'm almost too powerful. I'm Ann I Darwin. Can't be stopped. <laughs> Next question. Or can I? <laughs> so. I'm very much. I'm very much. No, let me finish. A, a barrister keeps going. Yes, well, if we could just address the. Uh, no, 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 you'll get your chance, posh lad. I'll just tell you one last thing, This is right? my money, pay for this. I, don't worry about the money, you're going to get paid, no problem at all. I've got some things going on in the background you don't need to know about, but I won't be shortcut. By a week, yeah. hang on, let me just check what day it is. Right, a week Thursday, I will be. There, we will be fucking swimming in cash, and you'll get yours, and you'll probably get a little bit extra as well if you play your cards, right? Now listen, I am very much in my imperial phase right now. Everyone has one in life, and this is mine. I'm like McCartney when they were recording Get Back. Everything I fucking touch turns to gold right now. So you can jump aboard the fucking Anne Darwin train. I can stand there gawping like a prick. And watch me one spy. And I'll tell you what, a ticket for the Anne Darwin train is not as complex as it is to get one in India. It's very easy. There's no red tape involved. Let me tell you, it's a fucking bureaucratic nightmare. That's why we decided not to flee there. We did consider it. The trade tickets in Panama are incredibly easy to get hold of. Sometimes you don't even need a ticket. It's a very streamlined system they've got there. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how we and John like it. Streamlined. You can get on without a ticket and just give the conductor a backhander if he turns up. It's great. (laughs) really is. Wonderful place. Or if you may, you bat your fucking eyelids like I'm going to do to that jury. And they fucking melt like butter. On hot fucking toast. <laughs> I've got that look about me. That's the thing. Give Fellas, it. in particular, they go weak at the knees. Flash them a smile. Tits and teeth, didn't it? Tits and teeth. <laughs> I was blessed with incredible tits. What can I say? They've served me well. I've used them like a weapon. I admit and that. Even, even now, <laughs> as a woman in my 50s, they have remained surprisingly perky and effective. Unbelievable. I've never had any work done on them. Although I'm considering it in the future once this nonsense over with. Once this money, it's a little gift money to comes myself. through. <laughs> when the money comes through, I'm going to pay you off. Right? <laughs> then I'm going to pay off some contacts in Panama who claim I owe the money. I just want that finished with, to be honest. Then I'm thinking, get a tit job. And uh, then who knows the where I'll land up? <laughs> Maybe Hollywood. Don't know. <laughs> Got a few ideas for films, action films. <laughs> so uh, the crowd prosecution, the CPS crowd prosecution service vowed all profits from the callous and calculated fraud would be confiscated. John Darwin was released on probation in January two thousand eleven, and Darwin was released in March two thousand eleven. Uh, and in two thousand twelve, the CPS announced the entire. Five hundred and one thousand six hundred and forty-one in life insurance and pension payouts received by Anne Darwin had been recovered, part of which involved the sale of two properties in Panama. Um, blah blah blah. Some from a quote from the CPS: uh, "We will make every effort to retrieve their ill-gotten gains." Yada yada yada. By April twenty fourteen, though, it was reported that Darwin had repaid John Darwin. That is, had repaid one hundred and twenty-one pounds from the 679,000 that the judge had ordered him to pay 
but that apparently was because all the assets were in Anne Darwin's name. And by July 2015, the pair no longer had any assets, having repaid a total of £541,762.39. We'll leave it there uh, because there is a bit more to come, which is um, a Where Are They Now roundup, oh. which I think needs to yeah, be that's a, important. A, a, Very a important. full episode uh, um, uh, to, to round this thing off. So we'll do that next week, right in the heart of the Christmas festivities. What could be lovelier? Uh, thank you very much for listening and goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Be careful. Be careful.